Hey there, welcome to Embrace Your Strengths podcast. You're going to hear inspiring stories of men and women who are embracing their top five Clifton strengths in all kinds of ways. You'll be encouraged to understand more about what's so great about you. Learn how knowing, developing, and living more moments using your strengths can bring you joy and purpose in your life. I'm your host, Barbara Colwell. I am excited for you to hear from my next guest today, Sherry McInville. If you are new to this podcast, it's based on people and their stories as they understand their top five strengths from an assessment called Clifton Strengths. For years, people have been using this assessment to learn to put their efforts and energy, what they're good at, or their strengths rather than focusing on their weaknesses. I would love to connect with you and help you gain more clarity on where your strengths lie. Also, if you find this podcast helpful, would you leave a review and let me know what's been meaningful to you? Subscribe so you won't miss an episode and share it with a friend. That would mean a lot to me. Well, I don't know about you, but I love it when I get to connect with friends or family that I've known over different seasons in my life. That's why I'm so thrilled for you to hear from one of my college roommates when I was a freshman at Auburn forever ago. As you listen, you're going to hear how fun Sherry is in the many different ways her strengths have shown up over so many different things she's done over the years. She's had some ups and downs, but I especially love hearing how her strengths are rooted in what God says about her. Listen to what she says about her positivity and self-assurance especially. I think one of the things I love most is hearing that how excited Sherry is about a new work adventure she has at the age of 68. And as she said, I'm using all my strengths for this. It's very inspiring. As always, I would love to connect with you to help you understand how you can know more about your strengths. I hope you enjoy our conversation. Hi there. Welcome to Embrace Your Strengths. I am so thrilled for you to listen to one of my Longtime friends I've known since my college days at Auburn. Welcome, Sherry. It's Sherry McInville. Hi, Barbara. Great to see you. Oh, this is just so fun. I um, am so thrilled for our listeners to get to know you and hear a little bit about you and your strengths and so many different things that have happened and different jobs you've had and just experiences that I have seen even as we've talked recently, just how so many layers of things about your strengths have been developed and used and blessing so many people. So um, I am super duper excited. So I would love for you to start with um, introducing yourself, who you are, where you live and what you do. So uh, again, my name is Sherry McInvale, former roommate of Barbara Griffiths. <laughs> and so, War eagle, fly down the field. <laughs> absolutely. And um, I am originally from Orlando, but have found myself living most recently in Tallahassee, Florida, at our capital city here. And then very recently have just moved um, over to Lake City, Florida, which is not far from Tallahassee. Um, to the Paul estate. And I am helping my friends who purchased this property. It's a 120 year old um, property here, a beautiful home that they have um, 
prayed about and asked me to come and help them manage this retreat, ministry, venue, event um, site, uh, bed and breakfast, as well as um, hoping to have and host um, those missionaries that are perhaps home um, and just need a place to stay. And so we're excited about what God's going to do at the Paul Estate in Lake City, Florida. Oh, that's so exciting. Well, I know like just, you know, we've been friends. Well, let's start with even just a little glimpse of our life at Auburn. And I think of like, I was 18, you were a few years older because you were senior when I was a freshman, but we lived in the dorm together off campus dorm. And it was just such a delight to get to know you. And I just think of just the joy that you always bring to the world with whoever you're with. And um, yeah, what? Kind of what are some of your memories of just that crazy time when we were back at Lakeside Dorm? Well, I think for me, Barbara, the thing that I was so grateful is I have no doubt that God brought us together as roommates. And I remember sharing about what God was doing in our lives. We were both involved with Campus Crusade um, and the leadership training um, classes that were being offered there on campus. And um, if I recall, you were dating a fella that I knew from Orlando and who was at Auburn at the time. And we just got to share stories about what our future would look like and what our dreams and our hopes were. And at that time, I think I was at a place where I felt like God was calling me to be the wife of a Baptist minister. <laughs> <laughs> oh, well, I just, um, I loved that time and it was a highlight. My, one of my fun takeaways is when you graduated, you let me have your two comforters that matched. And- <laughs> Excuse me. I just love that because then in the future, I could make sure my roommates had a comforter that matched mine because how our room looked was really important to me. (laughs) So that was my little, your little leaving gift. I appreciate. Thank you. Thank you. So, but yeah, when, when I saw recently about um, your new venture with the Paul Estate and just kind of little glimpse of kind of what y'all are hoping for that, it, obviously piqued my interest and you quickly said, yeah, it's using all of my strengths. And so, you know, that's like a buzzword for me. And so I had to call you and find out more about it. And it's been fun just to talk a little bit about your strengths. And I would love for you to start with just telling what your top five strengths are. And then I know we have a lot of great things to unpack about that. Well, I've kind of narrowed it down to the top three because I think every time we talk, we only touch on the top. I know, I know, but, really. But um, I just to for your listeners and viewers want to say, first of all, I had taken this strength finder and it, professionally through my career um, that I w- was in about two and a half years ago. Um, and we all took the street finders. And at work, um, of course, there it's the same consult, the same um, construct of the questions that are asked. Positivity, positivity is number one, woo. And then of course, um, self-assurance. And like I said, those three, you and I've spent some time delving into that. Um, and 
I had lots of questions for you because now that you're really delving into this uh, great uh, construct of finding out what people's strengths are, having looked at it professionally and then now applying it spiritually has been just an eye-opening experience for me. Um, as you recall, I shared professionally and um, Positivity, I initially thought, oh, this is great as a team leader, as a director, this is going to help so much in building a team. And I love to build a team, love to work with a team, saw this as a very positive thing that I was bringing to the table. However, I found out very soon that um, it also could rub people the wrong way. As a matter of fact, my strength very well was the cause of my um, termination from that particular um, employment. And um, the, at the time, the executive director would say, oh, Sherry, you are just always cupcakes and butterflies and would really use my strength as such a negative towards me and really challenged my authenticity and um, questioned me a lot and did not um, take seriously what I felt was like a gift and truly something that I was bringing to the table and adding to the professional workplace. Mm, wow. Wow. That's, that must've been really hard and hurtful. Yes, thankfully, though, positivity means <laughs> that, you, that you somehow come out on the, the other That's side. Of it. <laughs> yes. Um, and I, what I recognized, Barbara, is that this there was always a spiritual tie-in for me because that's just where I am in my journey with the Lord and my faith walk. And what I quickly just obtained was this knowledge that my hope is in the Lord. That's where my positivity comes from. So I knew, and so does my self-assurance, and so does um, my woo, comes from the Lord. And I look at basically joy and positivity as the same thing. And recognizing that as Christians, we're in a battle and we have an enemy and that enemy does everything to seek it and destroy us. And there's nothing he would love more than to steal my joy or to steal my positivity to try to discourage me. So I saw that as an attack of the enemy, not necessarily my boss <laughs> attacking me, but I really saw it as a tool that the enemy was trying to um, use to take away that joy, to take away that um, positivity and somehow try to get me to change um, and not have that as a strength. Mm. Yeah. Well, and I know just as we've talked, I know you've had a lot of, a lot of hard challenges over these years, haven't you? And just, um, just as I've listened and heard just kind of how you've grown through those things and even just held your head up high. I, I just admire so much your, your positive spirit, but like you say, just your confidence in the Lord and his plans. And even though, um, I mean, I, I understand, like, as I've talked with other people too, about positivity, I do see that it can be, um, misunderstood a lot by people or people don't really like it. I mean, I think about the 
like the movie Annie, like Miss Hannigan, or a lot of the, you know, the, the, the people that were watching young girls or people are threatened by joy and encouragement and um, laughter. And so I don't know. I just appreciate just like what you're sharing. And um, do you feel like there have been kind of other rounds of that when you've, you've sensed that people kind of want to throw you under the bus with your positivity? Oh, no doubt. I mean, I, to be brief, because I know everybody wants just kind of a little brief um, snippet, but if you look at the challenges in my life, you know, being a wife and a mother was number one for me. And um, I soon found myself in a position where um, I had to divorce my husband. And so I was divorced with three children and it was quite a challenging time. And a lot of that was a result of my being considered to be carefree and flighty and fun and, and social and was not responsible. And, and, and I had a great life. I was a stay at home mom. And so to find myself divorced and um, having to go to work, um, I could not ever have dreamed. It was definitely abundantly more than I ever could have considered that one of my first jobs after my divorce would be finding myself elected to the Florida State House as a state representative. And, um, you know, I often share the story of at that time when you are an elected office, people like to refer to you as the honorable. So it would be the honorable Sherry McInvale. And I often told people the only person I ever wanted to call me honorable was my ex-husband. And I specifically asked if he could make my alimony checks out to the honorable <laughs> Sherry McInvale. <laughs> nothing would have brought me greater joy. Um, and then, of course, you know, it, the enemy was certainly at work um, when I found myself in leadership and then um, in my first re-election. So going into my second term, the enemy was alive and well. And then ultimately I ended up switching parties while in office. And apparently you should not ever do that <laughs> if you mm. want to stay elected, but it was the right thing to do. And I knew that God, even if I lost that job, I knew that God would provide another job because he brought me there. He's the one who provided that job. And um, so, yes, the loss was painful. Subsequently, um, as I know you're aware, Barbara, I found myself sitting in a jail cell for a few hours, um, having been arrested. And um, uh, politics is ugly and it's, it is an ugly game um, out there and it's to be taken seriously. And I certainly appreciated the honor that I had to serve, but um, it, times were not easy and it was difficult, but um, God has always been with me. Um, he has always brought me through. And I knew ultimately through all of these challenges that I could come out of this either being bitter or I could come out being better. And thankfully, through Christ, I was able to choose to be better and to grow from this and recognize that this is all part of that character development. And again, applying the positivity 
just like it says in James, counting it all joy when we go through these trials mm. and tribulations, knowing, however, that in the world we're going to have this trouble, but he has overcome the world. And greater is he that is in me than he that is in the world. So again, the strength of positivity that could come out of these challenges, the woo and then the self-assurance as well, knowing that my God was going to bring me through these and I was going to come out better and that God is still working on me, that he will complete the job that he has started. Mm. I just love that and just appreciate just your, just your vulnerability, but just, just the strength of where you see these strengths come from in your um, just confidence in the Lord. And I know you kind of mentioned a little bit with self-assurance, but I've, I've talked to maybe close to a thousand people about their strengths and I've only met a handful that have self-assurance. And so that also piqued my interest when I saw that was one of yours. And yet, yeah. Tell me a little more about that. I think you kind of hit on it some, but just, where do you feel like that was something that you've seen over your life or tell me more, tell me more. Yeah. And Barbara, and and even in college, um, you probably got a glimpse of this, you know, to the world, to the outside world, people have always thought that I was confident. You know, I was a communications major, a public speaker. And so with that territory comes um, across as somebody who's very confident. But if you talk to people um, who do this professionally, you will find out that they do struggle with a lot of insecurities. And I think anybody who really was close to me like you were knows that I definitely struggled with insecurity and low self-esteem. So self-assurance was something that had to grow as a strength that I really had to work on that. And the only way I could work on self-assurance was studying the scripture and reading what God said about me. So my self-assurance comes from knowing who I am, that I am a child of God, that God did create me, that God has plans for me to prosper me, not for disaster. And as you and I've talked, there have been plenty of times where I've gone, this kind of looks like disaster, God. (laughs) You know, it looked like a shipwreck. But then I look at Paul and the story of Paul and his shipwreck, and he landed on Malta where all of his needs were taken care of. And that's the kind of self-assurance that I now walk daily with, knowing that, yeah, I may have a shattered life. I may have a shattered dream. I may go through a really difficult time. However, I'm on Malta. God's going to provide for me. He's going to go through it with me. When I hear that beautiful song about there was the third person, you know, the other person in the fire, you know, the knowing that Jesus was there in the fire with those three men and um, knowing that he's with me when I go through those difficulties um, is such a great comfort, but it gives me that assurance that maybe comes across as self-confidence. My ex-husband literally would tell you that he hated me 
in high school because he thought that I was very stuck up and conceited. And I just found that to be so opposite of who I really am as a person. So again, just like positivity, that self-assurance can come across as something that it's really not. And so for me, authenticity is important that people know that my self-assurance and my confidence is in Jesus Christ. Mm. Gosh, I just love that. Love, love, love it. Well, um, you know, when I talk to people and learn about their strengths and sometimes sit down in a workshop or face-to-face, I love to think of help people think of like, when I'm at my best self, what does it look like with all these top five strengths that I have? And I think that, that sometimes we don't even know what we're, who we are and how that's showing up so wonderfully in the world. But I think of the different kind of jobs that you've had here and there, like catering with elderly people, the legislator, and now, um, in this new venture, what, what do you, how have you seen your strengths and how you've enjoyed them in all these different, a lot of different kind of roles that, that you've had? Like, how do you see those or what have you enjoyed most about using your strengths in these different jobs? Well, and, and kind of the two part question there, number one, how does it feel when all of those strengths are working in cylinders? Yeah. And I will tell you, it it is like the days are effortless. I have the energy. I have the the desire and um, and I'm just going full throttle. I'm not thinking about food. I'm not thinking about yeah. You know, sleep. I'm, I'm just doing it because I have a passion for it. And it's something I enjoy and receive great comfort from being able to uh, entertain people and the, that gift of hospitality and being able to bring people together and connect people and to, to watch people have um, a wonderful time is such a tremendous reward, you know, besides the income, obviously, it's it's a reward. But I think ultimately for me, what I have enjoyed is watching God weave all of those things that I've done and how he's guided me into where I am today. For example, the couple that bought this property, I've been her roommate. She's been a state senator for the last eight years. And before that was in the house. So she's been in the legislature 14 years. I was her roommate living in Tallahassee, but I served with her husband um, in the state house. And we met in 2002 and we were just talking about how 20 years ago we were going through a campaign um, at the same time. And he, he actually laughed and said, did you ever think we'd be sharing a house together <laughs> You know, mm-hmm. at that time? No, <laughs> we never would have dreamed that we would be here. Mm-hmm. So when I think about if for no other reason, God put me in elected office than to meet this couple and to get to know them, mm-hmm. that brings me here 20 years later and to have friends who 
wanted me to come help with their restaurant, which I've never been in the restaurant business. So for me being in the restaurant business, I love food, but never been in the restaurant business. But to have that catering experience, to now bring that to this property, this venue, this event space, this bed and breakfast, to be able to think about catering and cooking and providing food and meals um, and all kinds of um aspects of having a retreat space is amazing. And only God can do that. That wasn't Sherry. I would have never chosen, you know, those particular jobs. So seeing how God has woven all of that together is amazing. Mm. Gosh, that's so exciting. I want to come, I want to come experience what y'all are going to create there. Yes. You're invited anytime. That sounds awesome. Well, I, just love just seeing you and just hearing these different glimpses of of how you've grown, how you're using your strengths, how God is just um, paving the way for you, and just this new new venture that's going to be icing on the cake of all the other things that you've had opportunities to do and people you've blessed with your presence. But one last thing I'd love to. Um, ask is what has brought you joy lately or put a smile on your face? Well, there's, there's no doubt that just getting ready for this session, being able to reconnect with you. When I think about joy and laughter, those pictures you sent me of our warm room and, and thinking about the fun times that we had, it's hard. It's 40 plus years ago. And yet as we have reconnected and talked about our children and our families and our grandchildren, and, and, and we've also talked about our struggles and our challenges and what God's doing, that has brought me so much joy. Um, mm-hmm. And I'm so grateful, Barbara, that God has laid this on your heart to have this podcast, um, that he's wanted you to connect with people. And I'm so glad that somehow he had me take this strength finder and I was able to connect with you as soon as I saw you put up your strengths and, um, and just what a a great experience it is to reconnect. Although we've been friends and followed each other on Facebook. Thank you, Lord, for Facebook, but each other, but to reconnect on this um, type of a level has been just so wonderful for me and definitely brought a smile to my face and uh, for some time. Well, the feeling is so mutual. It's just, it's just such a gift to, um, you know, to have the history we've had, even, you know, like we've said, we haven't talked much in a long time, but just kind of just go there like we were together yesterday. Yeah. Well, um, I kind of lied. I have one last question. How would people find out about what's happening at the Paul estate or what's the, the timeline or what could people be looking for if they want to learn about what's going on there? Well, I would just invite, again, your listeners and viewers to to pray about the Paul estate. Um, The timing is on God's timing. Um, We're getting very close to launch. Um, So the part of the job that I'm working on now is the branding and the marketing. Um, We have not had our first guest yet. Um, We have had some test groups, some friends and family to come and and stay, Um, but we are hoping to be able to launch very soon. Um, So 
just pray for that. And you can reach out to me personally. I don't know, Barbara, if you could just put my email address down, my personal. Yeah, I can put it in the show notes. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that att.net. And they can certainly contact me there or via my cell phone. Would love if you're ever in North Florida or have a reason to go to a Gator game or a Georgia Florida game or an FSU game, or you just want to come tube down the Itchnitechne River in um, Florida. Uh, just either shoot me an email and, or give me a call, shoot me a text, and I'd be happy to talk to you about staying here at the Paul Estate. That's great. Well, thank you so much, Sherry. This has been such a treat. I Thanks for making time, and I'm excited for um, people to know and understand more about you and what's happening with you in the Paul Estate. So thanks so much. Thank you so much for listening today. I hope this time has given you hope and encouragement about how amazing you are or helped you understand someone you know or work with or love. If you're curious about your top five strengths, you can take the assessment at cliftonstrengths.com. If this episode's been helpful to you, please leave a review, share the podcast with a friend, or subscribe to Embrace Your Strengths podcast. You can find more information at barbaracolwell.com. I sure look forward to our next time together. Take care.